Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Visitor's Guide to what Springfield. What are you doing? <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to another episode of A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the show where we watch an episode of The Simpsons with a super fan. That's me. And a guy who's heard of the show. That's, That's him. me. And I watch it for the first time, and then we talk about it. My name is Greg Bach. I'm Tyler Mendes. And I'm... you are listening to the show I just described. Right. Exactly. This is the show that Greg was telling you about. And if you really like the sweet sounds of my voice in the very, very beginning, write us a letter. Tell us. Send a telegram. Oh. oh, no telegrams anymore. Please don't do any of that. <laughs> Just because I have some fans. Greg thinks he's got vocal cocoa butter. I do. <laughs> I do. I have what many would say the mollient for dry skin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. thank you. I, I got, I don't know, do you get compliments on your voice? I do. I've gotten them, yes. I've gotten them in many fashions, too, whether it's... Just you have a good voice to hey you have a job you have a career in 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 telephonic pleasuring. Oh wow. That's yes. a that's a very specific comment. I will take that compliment. I, I got a weird comment on my voice uh, the other day and a coworker brought her boyfriend and like a group of people to see one of the comedy shows. And yeah. Her boyfriend asked her like I, I was talking to them before the show and I guess after I left, before the show started, her boyfriend leaned over to her and was like, is that that dude's real voice? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't do... So normally I have, like, jokes about my voice. Yeah. Because it is kind of a unique voice. But uh, I didn't do any of it that night. And then she told me that the other day. I was like, oh, I've got, like, five minutes on it. What are we doing? Oh, God. <laughs> so... Wow. You, that that was, a, was... That was a great impression of you right there. my impression of me. Um, so anyway, let's get let's get into the episode. Yeah, we watched uh, Dead Pudding Society, which is uh, is <laughs> which Greg thought was Dead, Dead Pudding, Pudding Society. Society. Hey, I was hungry for some sweets. <laughs> uh, we're you know we're still in second season, and I believe this is episode six. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, November fifteenth, nineteen ninety. And I say that because I wanted to look up and see what happened in that day, and I wanted to let you all know that that is the day. That producer Frank Farian, in 1990, told the world that Millie Vanilli was lip-syncing. Whoa. Yeah. Big controversy happened then. Big controversy controversy back in those days because, you know, uh, those guys were hit machines. They were. Millie and Vanilli brought out the hits. What a weird... name. I don't know. Anytime I hear Millie Vanilli, I always think of vanilla cookies. I think of vanilla wafers. Yeah, I think of vanilla pudding. Oh, Dead Pudding Society. Dead Pudding Society. That's it. Bringing it back back around. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Um, night. So, Tyler, why don't you go over an overview of the overage on the overside by this overpass? Sure. Um, So, essentially, the episode starts, and so essentially, Homer's like struggling with a lawnmower. Yeah. And he keeps yelling to March to get a beer, and then um, Flanders like looks over the side of the fence and says, "Oh, you know, I, I." Eventually, just says, "Oh, I have some beer. Why don't you come into my rumpus room downstairs, and we'll get you some cold suds." <laughs> Which just sounds creepy. Want to yeah. come to my rumpus room? <laughs> and so, you have so, some rumpus. 
So Homer says something along the lines of, well, I guess I've deserved this. And the camera pans out, and he's mowed like three feet of grass, uh-huh. uh, which is a good gag. Um, so they go downstairs into the rumpus room. Now, here's something as a big fan of the show that I was surprised because I forgot about this uh, episode. I didn't forget about the episode, but I forgot about this part of the episode. Uh, Flanders' rumpus room is like a normal rumpus room. It's got a pool, bumper pool, stuff like that. A pool table. It had, uh, it had uh, what was that stuff called? Foosball. Foosball, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in, in future seasons, I'm not going to spoil it for you. In future seasons, his rumpus room changes quite a bit, and you find out that he is a super fan of something, and I'm not going to tell you what. Olivia Newton-John. No, I'm not going to tell you what. But Juice Newton. <laughs> it, <laughs> Juice Wayne Newton. Newton. Fig Newton. The juice. Uh, I am... I, so I, like, this just kind of jogged my memory, like, oh, his basement wasn't, like... His basement before. reminded me of your basement, honestly, without the without the foosballs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have a very old... It's like an old man rumpus, rumpus room, room basement. There, every time I go down there, there's tons of rumpusing happening. It's great. It's great. I just got a new uh, Miller High Life mirror for my basement. Oh, like, the, boy, the, howdy. I think it has, like, a turkey on it. It's great. I can't wait to put it up. Anyhow, uh, why do I make the choices I make? <laughs> so Homer starts to notice all the nice things Flanders has. Uh, notice how nice Flanders is. Starts to get jealous and just kind of makes an ass of himself. Yeah, I mean, I'll go into it a little deeper because we have to go through the whole episode. But I was a little surprised on how like on ten he was. Yeah, he went from drinking beer to screaming, mm-hmm. and I thought. Okay, that's a bit much. But then, Ned reacts. Yeah, and this is where you see Ned. So this is an interesting episode also because it's a Ned-heavy episode. And this is really the first Ned-heavy episode. It's a Neddy episode. Neddy, very Neddy. Um, and oh, so, wait, can I just say, oh, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. I'll say it in a bit. So it's a Ned-heavy episode, and so this is really our first introduction to Ned as, like, a whole character, and you find yeah. out um, a lot about his personality and quirks. He's not just the friendly neighbor. It goes into kind of detail about just how friendly he is, how good of a person he strives to be. And so when Ned reacts, you definitely see him uh, striving to be, like, the good Christian neighbor. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was going to, I mean, that that goes into the episode, which is Homer gets very angry and then Ned reacts. And but then Homer has a, has a hard time sleeping because he feels bad about it or he doesn't. I shouldn't say he feels bad about it. He just doesn't like it to happen. I think I think I take that back. I go back. He didn't feel bad about it. He was still fuming over the fact that he felt like Ned was making him feel less than, which. Yeah. Ned was never doing. No. Uh, and then Ned, when they pan to Ned's house, he is also tossing and turning, but it's because he feels bad. Mm-hmm. And he speaks to the reverend about it. Who? The, what's great about that one is that he said, I'm messing up Matthew 19, 19. And the sound <laughs> that the reverend makes just goes, what? Huh? <laughs> it just was great. And, he, and then he quotes it, of course. Uh, so... The Reverend suggests he makes amends, and he writes a letter to Homer, and it's the stationery says, from the noggin of Ned. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny. Yeah, that's definitely... So, like, Ned is inherently a good person and strives to be a good person. And I th- Yeah. And I think I'm going to wait until... 
because there's something else at the end too when he talks about the sundress. So I'm gonna, I've got two things I want to talk about uh-huh. at the end, but we're gonna go through the whole thing. But then I want to get to them. Okay, definitely. So, um, so uh, kind of inspires the Simpson gr- crew to spend more time together as a family. Something between that though, when Ned gives him the letter, the mm-hmm. whole family's laughing at them. I, oh yeah. And I thought something very interesting is. Is that Lisa was laughing too? I would have thought that Lisa would have been one of the voices of reason. I mean, even Marge had a giggle, but she came back and said, "Stop it!" But mm-hmm. I was surprised. I, I, I was surprised because Lisa always seems like she's above all those kinds of. Yeah, she's still a know. kid too, though, yeah. and I think at this point, and bosom's still... a funny word. Bosom. That was the word that they were laughing at. Bosom. <laughs> bosom buddies. Uh, Great show. So, uh, the Simpsons start. You know, they decide to spend more time together. They go and play putt putt. They go play putt putt, but they can't. They can't play putt putt together because Marge is washing her hair, and Lisa is studying for a math competition. Right. So Homer just leaves with 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 Maggie and, and Bart. Bart. Yeah, and so this this particular scene really struck home for me, where like Homer is like yelling at Bart, like straighten your shoulder, look straight, Bob, and like trying to coach him through. Golf? I don't know. Did did your dad play golf at all? He played golf. We did a little bit of golfing when I was a kid, but we were the guys, like, we wore jeans and T-shirt. We didn't take it very oh, seriously. Okay. We just wanted to get out there, play nine holes, have fun. It was yeah. me hanging out with my dad. Yeah. He didn't take it seriously. So for me, uh, for me, uh, the golfing experience was way more fun. So today when I go golfing, if I go golfing, I'm more of the guy who's, trying to shoot as many as possible on the hole to have a good time. Just I don't cut care. loose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but for myself, when I putt-putt, bowl, or play volleyball, mm-hmm. I'm incredibly critical of myself. Interesting. Incredibly critical, especially bowling. So for me, I grew up, and my dad was a big golfer to the point, and like, like tried to encourage me to go golfing a lot, too. Like, really enjoys golfing. Oh, I thought you meant like his girth. No, well, he's a big guy, too. Oh, okay. but, And he can, he can hit the ball long, uh, but... Uh, he's he, he can drive very well, but um, as a kid going golfing with my dad um, was I often enjoyed golf, but like sometimes it was also really arduous because you just kind of like all right, like tr- the co- constant yeah. coaching is got to be too much. And then for a while, I was like, I'm not going golfing, and I enjoy it now. I yeah. like going golfing. It wasn't until like I stepped away and then kind of came back that I started really enjoying golfing with my dad because. Um, a, I finally like grew into the game <laughs> and like knew what I was doing to yeah. figure things out. Dad, I'm and, five. And and B, I like I, I'm pretty close to being able to beat my dad at golf, which feels really good. Oh wow! Yeah. So, um, just watching him, I could really relate to Bart, like having that pressure on him. But anyway, so they go putt putting, uh, and then it's funny because he's doing all. You this mean put putting? Put putting. <laughs> they go putting. Uh, and Homer's putting all this pressure on Bart, um, but then Homer is making constant mistakes anyway. Yeah. Um, and he, he starts, uh, throwing a fit in front. I thought it was funny that he was throwing a fit in front of the monkey. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. He's making the same motion that the monkey was making. Yeah. Um, and that point Ned walks up, uh, with the son, with Todd. Oh, Todd. Okay. One of the sons. Oh. Rod and Todd. Oh God. So there's Rod. So uh, uh, Ned and Todd walk up, and um, first Ned tries to kind of make peace, and (laughs) you're still taken aback by Rod. No, no, no. I was just blinking my eyes. Uh, um, First Ned tries to make peace, and then uh, 
Homer's just starts getting competitive again and getting on Ned's nerves. And Ned starts getting... On Homer's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then they decide that they need to settle this with essentially having their children play putt-putt against each other in a putt-putt tournament. Yeah. I thought, well, you know, me being over-analytical, as I'm sure most of the listeners who listen to it have realized at this point, is that when they're betting the, you know, the putt-putt tournament, which Ned seemed like he uh, at first he was... Um, hesitant on doing mm-hmm. and then homer calls him a chicken and does the bark, bark, bark thing and yeah i love that classic trope of you could really get like if anyone ever did that to me I'm like you look like a fool right yeah. now what you're doing and i'm yeah. not gonna bet you on anything right but what i thought was funny is that they were betting their wife's baking and cooking against each other like like just just yeah. the thought of it's like hey if you lose, you have to go in your house and tell your wife to do something yeah. for me. Oh, yeah? Well, if you lose, you have to tell your wife to go in there and do something, something for me. Because I'm pretty sure that, you know, I'm, I, I'd want to speak on behalf of you, Tyler. I'm pretty sure that if you either you or I did that and then lost and went to her wife and said, hey, you need to do this, it'd be like, go pound sand. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Conversely, if I just went down and said, hey, Greg wants a pie, April would be like, oh, Greg wants a pie? Sure. If yeah. I went down and said, oh, I want a pie, she'd be like, go make a pie then. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the pie with that I have. It's the voice, the voice. So they, uh, and, and then what happens is after they do that, Bart goes into intense training. Yeah. And for then, Lisa. And well, a little bit with Homer, too. And yeah, but he's not doing much. He's right. Homer's training, though, uh, is there's a gag in there that's probably my favorite gag in the, in the episode, mm-hmm. and that's when Homer's like, keep your head down, and then the dog puts his head down. Yeah. He goes, no, not you. <laughs> and, and the, I like that the dog's like, oh, okay, like, like the dog really <laughs> yeah. understands English. But yeah. So then he goes into intense training with Lisa, who or teaches him geometry? Geometry and kind of the art of Zen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's like, some uh, a Karate Kid reference in there. Yes, and it kind of reminded me. I'm sure you've seen the movie of Caddyshack, and no, you've never seen Caddyshack. <gasps> Can we do a visitor's guide to Caddyshack? A visitor's guide. Is it Bushwood? I think it's Bushwood. Because I've seen Caddyshack too. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, Caddyshack one. So okay, so a visitor's in, guide to Nakatomi and a visitor's guide to Bushwood. In, yes, we have to do that. So in. Uh, in Caddyshack, the original Caddyshack, Chevy Chase plays a character named Ty. Who's Ty Webb. Like, yeah, Ty I Webb. I saw Caddyshack too. Right. So professional golfer Ty Webb, and yeah. Ty's all about like the zen. Yeah. Be the ball. I saw Caddyshack too. Right. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm just proud of that. Just that type of that type of training is very reminiscent, uh, and like, and it's also works in golf. So to see that, I was like, oh, this is kind of like Caddyshack. The movies that I haven't seen would probably blow your mind. Um, I would, I could go, I, I could go one for one with you on that. Really? Yeah. We'll do, we'll do a, we'll do a special. At the end of the episode, we'll do a few. Okay. Okay, sounds fine. See, what we'll do is we will listen to past the, the credits and everything. We'll yeah. put that as a little we'll extra at the we'll end. cut out. Yep. So. Uh, so yeah, I, they're doing all the studying, they're doing everything, and they get to the tournament, and mm-hmm. they start doing. And both of the boys are playing very well, and mm-hmm. Homer and Ned are being two fathers whose son are, sons are in competition. And long story short, on that, the boys come to the last hole, and Homer says something very okay. funny. 
a good gag. Yeah. He says, son, remember what Vince Lombardi said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you lose, you're out of the family. <laughs> Did you know that Vince Lombardi was a very inclusive human being? Inclusive? Inclusive. In the 60s, there was a... Now, please don't send us a letter if I'm wrong, but I believe it was a staff member of the Packers mm-hmm. who was gay. Mm-hmm. And Vince Lombardi sent out a letter to everybody and sat all the players down and said, this man is part of our family. If you yeah. mistreat him, if you disrespect him, you're off this team. And and no one really knew of that until years down the road. Yeah, I mean, that is... That's why people you, call you could, him coach. Like, you could just hear that was my mind being blown, but now there's brain matter all over the great craftsmanship yeah. that's in this room. Yeah, that's good. he was. He was. That's why the trophy's named after him. Right. Exactly. That's not true, but well, whatever. I don't even know. But that's why he's like known as like one of the greatest coaches of all time. Is yeah. he, he? He he wasn't just a good coach. He was also just like a good person. He was a good father figure. Mm-hmm. He was a good yeah role model. I wish that when the NFL and did, he knew the game. Yeah. Inside I, mean, I, I mean, I would say that most coaches nowadays do as well. But he he had a you know it was back in the I mean that was back in the fifties and the sixties or something different. There were there was there's. I've heard stories of him, though, where he would, like, correct the referees and then take them to the book. And then the, the referees would be like, oh, yeah, the coach is right. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, I wish that when the NFL did their throwback jerseys that the coaches would dress like coaches from the 60s. Oh, Can you that imagine that, like, so fedoras cool. and long jackets? Yeah. Like, just with the, and the black gloves with sunglasses on? Yep. Just let them have that for one have that for one game where they don't have to wear NFL logo. Let them dress up like the coaches back then. That would be, be so, so cool. cool. Yeah, totally. I've been wanting that for years. <laughs> so back to the tournament. The boys are at the last hole, uh, and they both they both uh, take their shots, and they realize that neither one of them really want to do this because they've been put up to it by their fathers, mm-hmm. and. They decide, you know, as Bart says, let's just quit. So they go to the judges. Actually, the hole they're on is the spread eagle Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. That was really weird. But the best part about that is is when the boys go to the judges and say, we want to both we call it draw. As they're looking at the the rule book, mm-hmm. and there's like it's just a little pause. They go back to the Lincoln, just the legs spreading <laughs> over. Just for like, it's just like this perfect. Like it reminded me a lot of. Um, it reminded me a lot of cuts in Clerks. Yeah, where he will just cut to like when. Like, they'll be having a conversation, and he'll cut to Jay stealing, the milk. Yeah, yeah. Stealing, stealing stuff and, like, mm-hmm. eating food. And the and it was just a great little, like, it's like, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing's going to happen. That was perfect. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And the boys call a, boys call a tie, and and Flander says, well, guess we don't have to do that. We don't have to honor the bet. The bet, by the way, which is they had to mow each other's lawn. Lo- the loser had to. The father of the, the boy who lost... Had to mow the other father's lawn. In his wife's Sunday, Sunday dress, dress, which also, you know, I could go into that for a while, too. But I'm not going to because I have my thoughts. Uh, but Flanders says, oh, we don't have to do that. And Homer says, oh, yes, we do. Yeah. 
And we cut to... A Homer not willing to accept defeat. Yeah. He's just being bullheaded at this point where he's just like, no, you're going to do this even if I have to do it as well. Yeah, so they cut to the both of them uh, mowing the lawn, each other's lawns in each other's wife's, in in their wife's best Sunday dresses. Yeah. And and Homer is all sorts of grumbly. And and I I think this is where Ned gets the best of him, is that Ned is just like, oh, this is silly. And and it reminds me of my fraternity days. He loved it. He was having a good time. And, you know, and that was, that's... Kind of that's what I like about this Ned character is that, you know, he's got flaws, but deep down he's a good person. So there's two things about that I want to come back. I've mm-hmm. talked about before. Two mm-hmm. things. One, Homer. I did not enjoy Homer at all in this episode. I did not like the yelling. I did. Enough. I thought it was. I thought it was a little overboard. Yeah. Like the fact that he just blew up at Flanders all of a sudden. There was yeah. no subtle ramp. It was just I'm drinking beer. I'm angry. I'm yelling. I'm leaving, and it just it just became. Boring to him. But then, but the more interesting thing to me, the more interesting thing. Oh, by the way, I just want to say real quick, uh, uh, Lisa was saying that, that Bart couldn't have the lumberjack breakfast because it's steak and he needs complex carbohydrates. We now know that's the opposite. Mm -hmm. You need the protein. Mm -hmm. The carbohydrates are bad. Mm -hmm. Put that bread down. Mm -hmm. You're going to get fat. Okay. I'm, not I'm really that. talking to myself in the in the '90s. Um, also, I mean, and, and I'll, I want to get to that last point, but I'm going to veer off because I'm looking at my notes. I should have uh, said before. Lisa and Homer's relationship. Lisa brings up some very interesting things, saying, "You know, lo- this is one of those times when I'm glad our dad doesn't take an interest in my life." Mm-hmm. And then she she said, "You know, I'm not used to words of encouragement." Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's so interesting. Yeah. This, they don't really have a relationship, do they? Well, this, they're kind of still finding their footing, I think, with the yeah. relationships between the characters. And I think this is a really bad episode to look at in terms of those relationships between the characters. Yeah. Um, because as the, as the series goes on, I think a stronger bond between them is kind of... Um, Cemented for us. Do you think she, they were just using that as a way to some like to it's more sort of a vehicle? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Although I, I will say Homer in general is supposed to be kind of just like the a kind of more of a selfish character. He's yeah. just like he's into him and he's not worried about his kids or he he doesn't want to be hassled. He doesn't want yeah. to be bothered. Yeah. yeah. He's like a like a classic seventies dad in that Probably way. Probably vote for Trump. Yeah, I think he would, yeah. um, but just to make other people angry. That's why you vote for Trump. Right, because you're angry uh, and you want others to be angry. Uh, so I'll get to, okay, so that was something, I, I apologize for taking nope. a step back. But so, hey, Greg, yeah. it's our show, you don't have to apologize. I know, but I don't, wanna, I don't want the listeners to be like, oh, God, just shut up and get to the point, Greg. But I can't get to the point if you tell me to shut up. Okay, Greg, go. Oh, okay. Uh, shut up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked this character. I liked this episode for Ned because I, was, I wrote down what kind of backstory does he have? What is his history? Because I feel like he, he, he deals with anger. Like, he may have been in a place at one point where he wasn't a good person. Ned? Yeah. Uh, That's very interesting that you say that. Okay. 
because it seems like he's he seems like he's struggling to let go of something he used to be. The anger took over and he got very you know, by the way <laughs> Tyler's face right now is terrifying. Greg, you don't know okay. You don't know how close you are to the truth. Okay, no. well then we'll get there someday. <laughs> so yeah, the, the 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 notion that Ned is fighting against a former person he used to be and he doesn't like it. You know, kinda of like when you see someone it, someone who is uh, maybe a, a, a drug addict or an alcoholic or something else that leads them down a bad path. They take up religion and they, they look towards a, a spirituality to help them find a path of enlightenment and happiness. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that not only are we seeing him struggle with it, but he's also not judgy about it. Because I know I know people who are who are recover in recovery and found religion and use that spirituality to become huge jerk bags. Mm-hmm. So, cause the other thing too, he said that made me say, I know this is true is because the line where he said, uh, this reminds me of my fraternity days. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that when he was younger, he was crazy. He was wild. He okay. was a partier. That's my theory. That's my hypothesis. I will soon build more data to build it into a theory. I'm going to write that on the board. Okay, put it on the board as the White I'm Sox as as the White Sox and I say you put it on the board. I'm going to put it on the board. That's for my Southsiders out there in Chicago. So yeah, I mean that was uh, that was the episode. I I liked it. You know, I think had not the the character of Ned been highlighted, I think I wouldn't have liked it as much because Homer was really annoying. Yeah, Homer's I, an ass in this yeah, episode. I found him to be, but I also like the. It was weird. In in really what was one big A story, there were like tons of little things shooting off. Like the I like the relationship with, with Bart and Lisa with the training. That was really cool. And mm-hmm. then I also liked Ned being the centerpiece and finding out more about him. Mm-hmm. I find him interesting. Todd and Rod will talk about that later, but whatever. So yeah, I, I uh, what did you think of the episode? Um this for me was just like a, a solid episode, but not solid as a rock? Uh, like maybe solid as driftwood, like an eggshell, like how it's That's like not solid. Very solid. No, but it's like hard. You can't if you squeeze yeah, an egg. If you squeeze an egg, you can't crush it. I I think that's BS. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I I I challenge you to do that. Okay. Uh, no, it, I think that it was a decent episode. I don't think that it is a gag heavy episode no. necessarily, which are like I've said in the past our episodes. I enjoy is just like joke after joke the real quick writing that will come to see but all in all it was a good episode and I think Homer got what he deserved in the end which was to feel like a fool despite Ned not feeling like a fool yeah I think you know I'm sure they were trying to pump a message into the world but really really you see Ned being comfortable in his skin yeah liking who he is and being okay with it and Mm -hmm. Not allowing the way because because really when it comes down to it, Homer suffers from a massive inferiority complex. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's what <laughs> that's what that's what kept him tossing and turning. His mm-hmm. inferiority complex. When Marge said, "Well, what do you say?" Well, it's it's not what he said. It's how he said it. Yeah, and he didn't yeah. say anything. And I mean, she made you club sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. And so, his wife's butt is is higher, higher than his other wife. Yeah, your wife's butt might be higher. I was like, I was like, that's a that is a com- that is a compliment slash a weird comment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the episode, and we had. A, I think this is the first time we've disagreed a little on the episode. Like you mm-hmm. were okay. I enjoyed okay it. Okay with it. Yeah. yeah. But you know what else is okay? Mm. 
sending us an email and letting you know, letting you letting us know what you think of the shows, everybody. You can do uh, that. You can send us an email at visitorsguidepodcast at gmail.com and send us pictures if you're drawing pictures. Send us stories, memories, favorite episodes. Oh yeah. It would be really cool to hear people's favorite memories. Yeah. Send us some emails. We'll read it on the we'll we'll answer them and we'll, you know, we'll we won't send you any stuff because we don't have any stuff to give out yet, but maybe someday. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr, uh, Springfield Visitor's Guide. Uh, it's a whole revamp. Tyler did all that, which is very, very nice. We're going to be putting new stuff on there as we go along. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, f- find us on the Facebooks. Like the page. I think we're already at like two hondo. Uh. Boom. We're coming after you, Justin Bieber and Ashton Kutcher. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and if you need to find us, you can find us on the web. Just look up uh, Tyler Menz or Greg Bach, and you see where we're doing shows and things like that. Tyler's got a show called Voyager. I actually think the show is this Friday. It's this Friday. So by the time this posts, it will be done. So you've missed it. You've missed Voyager. Way to go. Way to go. But if you want, this coming Thursday. Throwback Thursday, Truths and Comedy, presented by MilwaukeeComedy.com, who we'd also like to thank for being a supporter of the show. So, uh, yeah, do we want to do a final word? Um, we just want to say thanks to Eric Stein. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Eric Stein and Josh Sullivan. Right, yeah, definitely. And we have some new art coming yep. from another artist. Josh L.N. We only work with Josh's when it comes to art. Yeah, so, so if your name's not Josh, yeah. beat it. Yeah, pound sand, buddy. Eat. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. All right. No but- more. <laughs> Last no word. more. Last word in three Two, one, Ray Charles. That was pretty close. Pretty in pink. Titanic. Oh, you're not missing much on that one. I've also never seen Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. Uh, I have never seen uh, um, Sound of Music. Breakfast Club. <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is... I can't believe you call yourself a person and I've right. never seen yeah, that. Never seen uh, I, I think that... No, I... Well, I'm not gonna say it trumps me, but yeah, that's yeah. I go. can't believe you've not seen Blues Brothers. Never looked interesting to me. Oh, I'm man. trying to think: is there any other movie I've never seen? That's my wife's favorite movie. The Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you married an awesome lady. She's great. My wife's favorite movie: Blade Runner. Oh, never seen it. Whoa.